With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. I don't know. I don't know nothing about taxes, okay? Well, that ain't my problem, you know. Well, that ain't my problem, you know. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. You make me want to Gilbert Open this morning here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Welcome in. We have got a lot to talk about. There is so much. Now, Charlie used to say, well, there's not much on the on the plate this morning. All summer. All, all summer. <laughs> Every day that he was in. Uh, all summer. Man, we got a lot. Okay. <clears throat> we got so many stories, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Biggest uh, story from the weekend. The wonderful, unbelievably classic Astros win over the Yankees. The flawlessly played. Astros win like nine to seven. Yeah. yeah, nine to seven win. Another unearned. Two hundred and fourteen pitches. The Astros mm-hmm. threw. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! You want to talk about almost almost a hundred balls they threw. It went to twelve walks, right? Yeah, yeah, twelve walks. Yeah, twelve to nine. Twelve. Twelve walks, nine strikeouts. Yeah, that was uh, mm-hmm. flawless, beautiful. I don't know that a work of art. I don't know that <clears throat> I've ever seen an inning quite like Phil Maton's. Why, uh, that it, was uh, and parents like Maytons. Let's do hit by pitch scores a run, walks in a run, walks in a run. Yeah. Wow. It was five. I two. think he got an out in there. Yeah, he did in get the one middle out. of it. But yeah, yeah no, no, no. You're right. Um. So we had that beautiful performance. We had one of the best fights I've ever seen. Uh. D- no, 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 no. It was Ramirez and Anderson. Oh, I thought you meant YouTube. No, 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 no. Or Twitter. Ramirez and Anderson was a classic baseball fight. I thought you meant the boat fight from Ohio. No, not the boat fight from Ohio. Not the Nate Diaz-Jake Paul fight. Not that one either. Not that one either. No, I didn't see that that one. It was Ramirez and Anderson. And Anderson going off afterwards, which was is hilarious. You had Messi scoring a couple more goals. Mm -hmm. He's like from behind, yeah. It's like he's like a a 13-year-old playing with 7-year-olds. He's played four games. He scored seven goals. Four four games, seven goals. Yeah. On the rest of the team, the other guys was another guy played twenty eight games, has seven goals, twenty seven games, five goals. <laughs> Messi four games, seven goals. On the same team. On the same team. He's literally he's literally like the kid that's it's that's playing, you know. That's what I said. He's a thirteen year old playing with seven year olds. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it yeah, is. Right. It's not even I mean, it's not even close. And I, I was watching some of that in the second half. And Messi wasn't trying to score. He was trying to set other people up up to score, and they couldn't do it. And finally he goes, huh. Oh, well. Uh, 
Well, he got a bit of one of his goals, but beautiful pass back to him. He started uh, mm-hmm. a break and, and and he had a beautiful pass back and it was wide open the, that that side. Um, as opposed to the U.S. women's team, who could never score, two hundred and ten minutes without a goal. I thought it was two thirty eight was their run. Oh, I thought I, I saw two ten. Two thirty eight was their total run. I oh. believe. If you go back to when they actually scored the goal, oh, oh okay, yeah. it's a total of two hundred thirty. Two thirty eight. The two at two ten was you know them playing games, right? Yeah. Games, games yeah. but that was two thirty eight. Yeah, two thirty eight since That's they had scored. Time. That's a long time. I think I would have scored twice. <laughs> I mean, not not like a team full of me's. What do you mean? But if I were a striker, you think if you were a striker on the U.S. If national team, I were a team, striker on that team. I would have been able to find the back of the net. You would have been able to find the back of the net. This age? Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Wow. Can you run? Yeah, I can run great. I would for seventy five plus minutes or in some case hundred twenty? No, they would have brought me on like obviously as a super sub? Well like Ibrahimovic. You mean as a super sub like Megan Rapino? A super sub. No, super sub? Well she didn't start this tournament. Oh she didn't? She's old. She came in from Okay, she came in for Alex. Three. I don't know. I, I don't was up. up I watched o'clock. it. I was up. Me and Dell were texting. At well, he five te- in the morning. Well, he texted me. I didn't want to talk to him. He we, texted me first. Yeah, I te- no, it's not like I was like, "Hey, John, how's it going?" No, John, yeah, you no, this? he was no. like, "Actually, I said to him, you watching this?'" Yeah, he and did he that was. to me. Yeah, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> I, I was involved it. with you. I thought about it and I was like, "Man, for what?" This is a well, I couldn't help it. I woke up. I was like, "I was like," and then my phone goes. Hey, you can watch it live now. I went, oh, crap. You know what? I'll watch it. I, I watched the whole second half and on. Anyway, um, Megan Rapino was, uh, Dell, that performance, she, you were you were on Alex Morgan, not literally. You were on her because yeah, she was I not good. Yeah, I think people knew that, John. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that to people. You were on her because she was terrible, but Megan Rapino brought that up Look, another level. They were both awful. Um, no, listen. Going three-corner kicks. Awful. In, awful. Uh, a one-on-one break, she fumbles it through the a end A free line. kick late in, in A free time. kick late. A free, a, wait, she can win the game. She can oh, win the match. Well, kick. I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about when she... Yeah, no, she would have won the match. She oh, would've... she had a free... a free, Not a PK. A PK. She yeah, she wins she, the match. If well, she wait, wait, wait. Not the penalty kick. I wasn't though. talking about the penalty kick. A free kick that was late in the match, it was, she, it was bad. If she scores, oh, yeah, no. if she scores a penalty, yeah, it's penalty. a two goal. It's a two goal lead, and and with one, and, with and one Sweden another. and Sweden would have to score twice. Because remember, Sophia Smith missed her chance, and then Sweden scored and tied it. Um, and, and, and then O'Hara missed. Yeah, so if you look at it, it's par for what the entire tournament was. The people who they expect to score didn't, and it now O'Hara is a defender, but. Sophia Smith was supposed to be a star of this tournament. She scored against Vietnam, didn't score. I think afterwards, uh-huh. Rapino had the reputation. Scored. That's what I'm saying. The people who scored in the penalty shootout were the, were midfielders, a goalie, a goalie, and a defender, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So this is what it was. It just it, they were just they couldn't score. No offense. Couldn't no score. offense at all. No, 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 no. And he's catching it, Vladko. Well, they wanted him gone since the Olympics, where they didn't do well there either. Yeah. So and he his he was master plan worked four three three that is just catching it. Well, he swapped because of no he swapped to change some things up. So he just put Morgan up top and had. And had like four in the midfield. It still didn't work. They were they played better, but if you can't score, you don't win. And they didn't score, so they didn't win. Nope. And uh, they're going home. And, and well, they're coming. They're coming home now. But our president said it was wonderful. They hit oh, a Joe wonderful Biden. tournament. Yeah, President well, President Biden said it was a wonderful tournament. 
the earliest exit they ever had, the least amount of points Can during the group stage. If Trump were in office. Oh my gosh, he would have loved Leave this. Even there, <laughs> disgraceful. Well, they, you know, the kneeling and the all the political stuff that they did. They didn't do I mean, that, though, as right? far as, as a champion goes, I don't think there's a a less well liked champion that we've had. Well, half of the country, half the country. No, you. Well, as soon as you go to politics, which is why we try to stay away from that stuff here. We try to stay. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want. You know what? You immediately eliminate half the country. You eliminate. You you have half the country disliking. You. Well, well the, I, no I matter no, which side you're no on. Pro- but I have no problem with them. Um, I have no problem with them fighting for better pay. It, it, at some point, you're going to run it. I have no problem with it. At some point, you're going to run into the economics of it all. How much is available in the, pro- uh, in the allegedly, pool? Allegedly, there's bullying going on if you don't kneel during the national anthem. Uh, yeah, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm never okay with people forcing anything on someone else when it comes to personal opinion. That's just, it's it's fundamentally wrong on any level by anybody at any time. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not okay with trying to force, you know, that that's just... So I know that that's uh, that's something that I'm not uh, a big fan of. It's not that the kneeling or whatever. It's not that's not the problem. The problem is, to me, well, Megan Rapinoe's open disdain for this country is is well documented. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I don't, and I have a problem. With, I don't have a problem with anyone having an opinion. I don't. Mm. What I don't like is when you try to force your personal beliefs about something onto someone else and override their personal opinion when. You know, I, I that's, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm not a fan of of limiting a person's ability to have an opinion. You know, trying to bully that's that's no good. However, with that said, I don't have a problem with them fighting for more money. See if they can get more from the U.S. You know, from from soccer in general, U.S. soccer. Uh, when it comes to a prize pool, when it comes to a pool of money that's available to a, a common group, it is what it is. Like if you don't have the same if you don't have the same revenue streams. You know, you're you're never women's women's World Cup team was never going to get as much as the men's even or the national team, even though, you know, they're more they're just as if not more deserving because of the way that they played. But the revenue is just not the same. The revenue stream for it. But I don't you know, I don't have a problem with like I think it's a real shame that it became and some of it is, yes, you you did some of this to yourself. There's consequences for for your actions. It just sucks that a, that so many people are cheering against. I've seen this now because of polarization, cheering against Olympic men's basketball teams, cheering against women's national teams and World Cup. It should never be like that. Like you should never want your your country's teams to fail at anything. Um, but because people don't like any of the politics inside of the sports, that's what that's what happens. And and you know, and maybe sometimes it went, you know. I, Maybe sometimes it went over the top with Megan Rapinoe. You can make a stand. You can take a stand on something. But at some point, I think people want to believe that you, you know, that you're all on the same team, even if you have political differences. But, you know, we used to think like that. Now no. it's now it's if you don't, I would rather cheer for a different country than cheer for my own country, which is crazy that we're here. Only it's not really crazy anymore. I, I've just come to expect. This. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, this yeah, is this a, is the way it is. I mean, there was a lot of applauding. I, I want, I wanted them. To, there was a lot of applauding for Sweden yesterday because of all the political stuff that goes on with that team. It, it, it's the most. It's one of the most disliked team champions. Okay, so are they still? And, is it still political this? Year? I haven't really heard a lot of stories this year though on that. Is that been oh, a yeah. big? 
Oh, yeah. Has this year been a really big deal? Oh, yeah. They've Maybe been... they're just not covering it as much. I haven't read as much about that, everything being real political. Uh, Well, the, the, the kneeling and everything. I know in the past. Yeah, they kneel right. in this tournament? Yeah. Yes, I, 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 believe, seen, I, I didn't see kneeling. I didn't see a kneel in this tournament. I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see the national I anthem. See, but but it's they're... allegedly, according to Twitter, there, there's still there's there's well, still I, kneeling. I, going I, I would imagine we'd have seen okay, an image, yeah. but I hadn't I, seen I, it. Honestly, I don't know. I thought I read that 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 they're not doing that now in the national anthem. But I I could be wrong. But I, that's why I thought this was oh, well, an issue. I, I've read where, multiple places where they have been. But, okay, maybe it just hasn't really been covered. Uh, no, but there. I've seen video of it this year. <clears throat> obviously, another thing is Megan Rapino is pro transgender athlete competing in women's sports, and uh, basically because she hasn't had to face any transgender athletes in her sport, but she is. Uh, uh, but other women are like, hey, you know that that sucks. You get to play against women, and we have to swim against men. And that it, it's unfair. It's basically unfair. But Megan Rapinoe is, you know, it, listen, woke is overused. Megan Rapinoe is woke. Megan Rapinoe is woke. And she wants transgender athletes to compete against hey, women. That's her, that's her opinion. That's her opinion. She's Absolutely. allowed to have that opinion. But she's never had country. to. And, and she's watching well, men she, overtake women's sports. Well, they lost to a high school team 18 nothing. Yeah. When she played against a boys' team. Yeah. High school team. Well, I mean... I don't know what you she's know, She's allowed to have her opinion, but that's a pretty damning thing to have happen, is have a boys' soccer team, and I think it was Dallas, win 18 and A high school team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it was uh, not a high school. I think it was a... Uh, one of those select teams. Yeah, I think it was a select team. Or whatever. Yeah. Select team. yeah, whatever. It's been mentioned it's a high school team, but I think it was actually a select team. Uh, yeah. it, it is, but made up of high school-aged players. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, 712 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're going to talk about all of this. Well, tactically speaking, we will talk with Glenn Davis about it and where the women's team. He was pretty outspoken about that uh, that team. He has a video on Twitter, which I watched, and he was pretty outspoken about why they lost. And it wasn't. It didn't have much to do with soccer. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. He, he's very general. Uh, that's why we're going to have him on. I want to hear what the specifics are because Carly Lloyd was talking about it too. So what about that team – is not prioritizing soccer. What does that mean? What does that mean when when he says and she said they're not prioritizing soccer anymore? Right, right. So we'll do that with Glenn Davis at the bottom of the hour. What did you learn this weekend? In one sentence, is coming up at seven forty-five. So have yours ready. And League's Cup is is underway. We're going to talk so much soccer. We're not going to well, get to the Astros or the Texans. We have, we're at seven thirteen right now, seven fourteen, and we did. John didn't even mention the great Jake Myers. He didn't mention our super reliever, J.P. France. Well, I'm mentioning League's Cup because Coors Light is sponsoring it. Oh, okay. That's why I'm mentioning What is mentioning this called? League's Cup. So it's Leeds United? League's Cup. Okay. From you Leeds see United? Dallas, it, Dallas yesterday beating or losing to Inter, um, Inter is Miami. League's Cup? Uh, is, League's Cup? Is because League's Cup, yes. Okay. Yes, the reason that they and, played key, uh, PKs. And Coors Light, so you're, are you a favor of in-season tournaments now? I am. I'm a huge favor. Coors Light sponsors it. That means we drink Coors Light while we're watching it. Okay. Okay, so I'm a huge fan. That's what oh, do I you think? Do you think I was watching the match yesterday with a Coors Light? No, but I, but I had a Coors <laughs> did Light. You, did you have a Coors? But, but I had were, a Coors Light. Were you I did it without something? The, I did it without the match, okay? I did have Coors Light. I didn't have the match on. 
But here's the deal. If you're watching Leaks Cup, now all you need is a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light because it's sponsoring. It is it is the world's most refreshing beer. When you pick up that, that blue can, you know it's going to be cold. You know you're going to be refreshed. You know it's the best. You will love Coors Light when you're watching any match. It doesn't matter if it's the Astros, it's the it's Hexans, it's whatever match it is that you're watching. Well, those are games. Whatever you're watching, you could be watching a movie. You could be watching... Uh, ice hockey. You can be watching ice skating. It doesn't matter. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Climb on, brother. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The worm is the spice. The spice is the worm. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Yeah, I think the eighteen to nothing thing may be a maybe something that's lived on forever. It may not be inaccurate because I'm looking for it right now. I did see they lost a group of under fifteen year olds five to two, mm-hmm. which is still. I would honestly, I'll just be honest that I never would have guessed that that a women's national team would lose to a group of fourteen year olds. Five to two in Dallas. That is that actually did happen. I never would. I would think the U.S. Women's National Team would definitely be a team, an under fifteen team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they lost five to two. So the eighteen nothing may be a that may be a a uh, not an old wives' tale, but a, a myth that's been allowed to live on through different retellings and retellings. So I may be wrong. So apologies if I. I'm going to keep looking. Well, they had to have lost 18 to 18-0. They, they had to have lost 18-0 because they were kneeling while the game was going on. So, Oh, so that's <laughs> goal after goal after goal. <laughs> you couldn't pass it up, could you? Uh, no, you had your shot. No. You didn't want to say it, but you knew it no, was I too mean, easy. How can you play soccer when you kneel? So <laughs> there's no way they could have scored or played any defense. <laughs> so, so let's move on to Jake Myers, okay? Let's move on. To one of the great hitters. Okay, your dad sent you a, 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 a text that said... He sends me texts and phone calls all the time. He thinks... Okay, let me just tell you his opinion. He thinks Jake Myers has an IQ of 70. He thinks Jake Myers looks confused at all times, even when he like catches an, an out and runs back into the infield, like runs back to the dugout. He thinks that he looks like he's lost, like he's not sure where he's going. He did like him better once he cut his hair. Um... He's just there's something about Jake Myers that really and my dad was was I heard him telling somebody else this one time. He said, you know, I didn't I coached for years and years and years. I, I when we were here, when I grew up here in high school, my dad coached at University of Houston and uh and and had a high school and then University of Houston, we would you know, he watched Astros back then. And then for years he was, you know, on the move. He was at University of Cincinnati, he was at Cleveland, he was at LSU, he was at Tulane, he was you know, wherever, Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers, Arizona Cardinals. He didn't he didn't get to watch Astros baseball. Grew up loving baseball. So now, since he's retired, he's been locked in on Astros baseball. Mm-hmm. And he watches it all the time. And um, <clears throat> for some reason, Jake Myers is just, it started sometime early last year. And Jake just can't get out of the way of the bullets. And I called my dad. Oh, I sent a video of Jake Myers' three-run home run. And... He said, uh, 
and he said, only Ruth, DiMaggio, and Mantle have been Jake's equal in Yankee Stadium. This is after the three-run homer. And and I'm not sure any of them had two three-run homers. Then, well, not in this Yankee Stadium. And then, none. Zero. None, none had it in this Yankee no. Stadium. Then Jake Myers hits a second three-run homer. And I said, that's his second three-run homer of the day. My dad sends six RBIs in the clapping emoji. Now, the fact that my dad sent an emoji was one of the most disconcerting things that has happened in my life. I've never seen it. And I was like, wait, That's what? funny because I've never sent one either. My dad just sent an emoji of any sort? Then this morning at 6.02 a.m., he sends Jake for Otani, or is it too late? So he did call me yesterday immediately after I sent that Jake had a second. He goes, one of the things that I feel like has happened is Jake's one of the more underrated players in this league. He takes a lot of... He takes a lot of crap from people, but all the guy does is hit. And he said, what did he look like after he hit his home run? I said, he was in dugout smiling, talking to somebody. I said, honestly, Dad, he looked like when you throw a tennis ball to a golden retriever in the yard, and he comes back with it, and he's all excited to play catch. He had that look, and my dad thought that might have been the funniest thing that's ever been said <laughs> because he, he just loved that idea that that Jake was whatever. And I just said, you're going to have to. You know, he's done this before with, I think it was Ryan Stanek, although he's been right with Ryan Stanek. Montero, he's talked about how terrible. Well, we all do. We all talk about this stuff. But Jake yesterday had a kind of a weak swing on a second strike, or maybe it was on the 2-1 pitch. Then they threw a little breaking pitch, and he and he hit it. It was about three rows deep, but it was a home run. But nothing feels better to see a guy who's struggling a little bit really get off and have a big game. And let's face it. They don't win that game without Jake. That's a Jake Myers win. Oh right no, there. that's a Jake. that's a Jake Myers win. Six RBIs. <coughs> I mean, Jordan hit what I I don't think I've ever seen Jordan pull a ball like no, that oh and gosh. golf it out of here. I don't know how. Look, it's a short porch. I don't know how he hit that out. Did you see where with the two home runs the day before? It, the only stadium in America that would have been out was Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and that and that Jordan Homer would not have been a Homer anywhere else. No, no, not, uh, no. It, not would either, yeah. it would have been yeah. off the wall everywhere. It would have been off the wall everywhere. It it's it's a ridiculously short porch, and the Yankees' inflated uh, statistical uh, superiority is just it's it's just flat out wrong because of because of that field. But um, that was that was that was huge. And Maldonado coming up with the home run. Listen, I'm not going to complain anymore about Maldonado. Maldonado has actually been hitting a lot better than Jose Abreu has, if you want to know the truth. Jose Abreu is a disaster right now. He looks horrible. He went from being Uh, uh, serviceable. Serviceable Abreu back to being bad Abreu. And this is is baseball, but he really wasn't. Like, we had to deal with this with with, um, Yuli last year. This is really not what Astros fans were hoping for. Uh, this kind of roller coaster ride where the highs are, the highs were good. It was. I, I would definitely take that other that other Abreu. Yeah, I would definitely take him. I mean, you know, he's not the same Abreu that he was, but when he's playing like this, it's like terrible. His sweet, his his plate discipline is bad. Some of the pitches, he's you can just tell he has no confidence because he is just hacking at some bad pitches, and p- they can get him to chase badly. And it's bad enough when you have Angel. Hernandez behind the mound, uh, behind the bump. That's bad enough at any point to have that. Then you, then you're going to expand your zone yourself. That's just not going to work. Him and Maldonado right now. Um, although uh, Maldonado again, 
I mean, Maldonado and Jake, that series, Maldonado and Jake had two. They had RBIs and single games together yeah. with themselves back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was hey, listen, Maldonado's on. Somebody made a point, and they were wrong. Um, since Jordan and Altuve have been back, the Astros are 4-0 with Yiner behind the plate and 1-5 and with with uh, Maldonado behind the plate. And it's it, it, the ERA, listen, he's going he's gonna to catch for JV, and Dubon's going to play center for JV. But the playing Kessinger at first base because he's a better fielder than Yiner is the most it's 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 simply an amazing amazing that, well that, there's a this a team John that does lead the league in unearned runs and they gave and we well, saw it again because of uh well then you know uh, what Jeremy Pena you need there. better bats in the lineup because you're going to give up unearned runs Greg Kessinger in the lineup to Whoa. give Jose Abreu a day off is one of the most ridiculous things yeah, I've ever heard I mean, I but everybody knows and and Dusty said this and, and Dusty said this he says hey i i make out the lineup card Everybody knows Yiner is hitting 170 against lefties. By that logic, Martin Maldonado should never play because he hits 170 against everybody. Okay, His league average is 170 all season long. So Maldonado should never play if that's going to be your logic. Okay, And Yiner should play against every right-hander. Ever. Yiner should play against every right-hander. Start against every, every right-hander. But that's not going to be the case. I'm, I'm going to stop because I, I, it just... It just makes me nuts, for one thing. Secondly, in, in, in this season now, we're, the Astros are two and a half games now behind the Rangers because they're on a great roll. They are an unbelievable hitting team. They, they're they a machine offensively. They're doing great. You know, their pitching is uh, suspect in a lot of places, but you know what? They just out-hit everybody. They're, they're, they're serviceable pitching now, and they got Scherzer who didn't look great, but whatever the case may be. But Heaney hasn't been himself. Perez hasn't, hasn't been himself. They're just not as good a team at, uh, at pitching. But Dusty is is managing like he's got a six-game lead instead of a two-and-a-half-game de- deficit. And that's the problem that I have. Everybody, either you're pro-Dusty or you hate Dusty, one of the two. The problem that I have with Dusty is the lack of urgency. Is be, be, he, he, And I know it's a, it's a long haul. It is a long haul. But right now... I mean, you you got two months left in the season, and you got days off, and you're still not playing. You're putting your best lineup out there, and you got to play. Put your especially when you're in Yankee Stadium, and now you got the Orioles this week. You can't you you can't throw Corey Jokes out there and hope he gets out of his over thirty six or whatever he's on. It, it, you just can't keep doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, you've got to start managing with a little bit of urgency. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know that Dusty's going to go beyond this year. I think it, at the end of the day, when you when you look at everything, you know, an unwillingness to to play the best catcher more is just uh, the guy. Well, especially the guy who's the future of your team. And I get all the, I get what you what you see in Maldonado, and a lot of it has to do with leadership or whatever. And I'm I'm fine with that. But I just I feel like at some point, if they take a look at the job that Dusty did this year, there's going to be there's going to be some concerns about how the lineup was. Mm-hmm. You weren't always, you didn't have your best lineup in frequently. Now, some of it was injuries. He couldn't help. And the J.P. France thing, I think what's going to happen, we'll talk about we this break. week. We've got to break it. We're going to do, do it at the Glenn top Davis of the hour. Gonna, yeah. But we've got to break it because Glenn Davis is going to join us on the other side. we got what, do you, what did you learn this weekend in one sentence. So we will, we will continue Astros talk at the top of the hour. But right now, you've got to talk about tequila. Well, I, I'm talking about Maestro Bell. I don't have to do it. I, I 
choose to do it. I love to do it. I love speaking for Maestro Bell. Um, a lot of people have, you know, especially when the weekends hit, you want to you have some cocktails, you want to have some drinks, you want to enjoy yourself, unwind, relax a little bit. Maybe it's in the evening. What are you drinking? Well, you're, if you're like me, you have a, a liquor cabinet or a shelf or whatever, and you have some different bourbons, vodkas, tequilas, whatever the case may be. And uh, when it comes to tequilas, I want you to try Maestro Do Bell because it's going to take one time, one time for you to have a bottle of their Cristalino uh, or of their Reposado or of their Añejo and, or even their, their silver or smoke silver, and you're going to realize this needs to be on my shelf. I need to be having this as my sipping tequila. Their sipping tequila is fantastic. Um, it never burns. It's always smooth. It's been aged properly. It's the, the ingredients and everything that they use for their tequila. The flavor profile is amazing. And uh, once you have one bottle, you'll understand that this is not hyperbole. This is just honest 100% facts. As the kids say, no cap. So make sure that you're trying Maestro Do Bell. Once you do, I think you'll never go back. Maestro Do Bell, wherever fine liquors are sold, it's Maestro Do Bell. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. Oh, it's you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Parting off there. Can it go in? Waiting on a signal. No. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> well, they're waiting. They're going to check. VAR can intervene. I couldn't tell from here. I thought it was going in, but it happened so quickly. Wow. Sweden wins. Sweden won yesterday on PKs. Glenn Davis, the voice of soccer here in the city of Houston, joining us here to talk about that and some other stuff. We got Dynamo. We got all kinds of great stuff. We have Messi. All kinds of great stuff to talk with Glenn Davis about this morning. Glenn, welcome in. How are you? Good morning, John, and uh, good morning to all you guys. I'm looking forward to talking to you, and, uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, sure. all right, let's talk about that loss. First of all, tactically, first and foremost, why, why were these lim- women eliminated? Well, I don't think it's the micro look of one game. I mean, it's very easy to go to the one game and, oh, you know, we outplayed them, we had the better chances. They played their best game of the entire tournament against Sweden. But Sweden has been kind of a U.S. national team. Um, they've knocked them out of the Olympics before, I believe. So it's, 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 it's not a singular look at one game here. It's what's been going on, I think, for the last two and a half years. Um, I think it's a, it's a soccer team that has, quite frankly, gotten an entitled feel, the national team program, uh, a bit pretentious expect to win the World Cup, while the rest of the world, places like Spain, England, France, the Netherlands, have just been accelerating their development to the point where, you know, we have kind of taken our foot uh, and and our eyes off the ball here, uh, right on down to the youth soccer, turf wars, and player development in this country. So, you know, for me, this is, this is not a, a singular game. This is 
what's been going on for a number of years. I think soccer for me has been secondary for the women's national team. I think what do you mean by that? What do you that mean by way. that? A lot of people understand that the rest of the world, this isn't a new development here that they've caught up. This has been going on for a number of World Cup cycles. What do you mean that it's secondary? You mean the, the, the secondary? Yeah. Well, what I mean is, is that I think the, the sports, women's sports, the U.S. women's national team seem to have all these other things going on. Uh, I think the team got politicized which I'm not a fan of politics and sports, no matter where you lie. I think that happened. I think there were individuals on this team, um, like Megan Rapinoe, who decided to make the national team their, you know, their personal uh, uh, social media account, uh, you know, to grow their own brand and, you know, to do everything for themselves very individualistically. And I think it was disrespectful to teammates heading into the World Cup. And I think it's disrespectful to the game itself. And like I said, I just, I just think there was this two and a half years ago on this, this whole thing that, you know, every time I'd look at the women's national team, is this about soccer? What is it about? And uh, I can tell you that the teams that came to this women's world cup were there for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. You can't let the statements, you know, it's, it's fine for everyone to have an opinion. I think, I do think they're, Obviously, when it's extended this long, maybe the statements have overreached and overstepped the uh, the soccer. I mean, they're not scoring goals, and as you mentioned, they didn't even. I mean, I, Carly Lloyd, when she was talking about how they looked, you know, the the she thought their behavior in terms of when they got a a, a nil nil draw and moved on to the next round out of the group stages, she just thought this is not what U.S. women's soccer team is women's national team was supposed to look like. This is not. We expect way more than this. And she was, people came after her a little bit, but look where they are now. I mean, didn't score beyond that, didn't score in that game, didn't score beyond that game. And now the U.S. is out for the first time ever in this stage. I mean, clearly what you're talking about, there's something to it. She, she was very correct in everything she, she said. She was talking about the core values of the team, which were formed very, very early under coaches, and players and the and the Christine Lillies and the Mia Hams and all them. And, you know, she's speaking as a veteran who scored three goals in a World Cup final. And she's speaking from the standpoint of I think maybe similar to what everybody sees is that there was a lack of focus. Um and the core values have not been passed on. Now that's a little bit different different in a world now where these players are getting far more attention. There's more social media and all that, but um, I think she was 100% correct. I think it was great because I think it has stoked the fires of real debate because we are, we are without a doubt, the, mo- the most thin-skinned soccer country in the, in, in, in the celestial global system when it comes to debate and talking about the game. U.S. women's national team, men's, MLS, NWSL, thin-skinned. I mean, we we have to understand that healthy pressure and things like when Carly Lloyd, who's paid to speak out and have an opinion, um, these things are valuable to build healthy pressure and to bring the best out of everybody. Glenn, yourself and Carly Lloyd mentioned core values, and we look at it, okay, they didn't score goals, they didn't win, but you look at the defensive performance, did not give up one goal in about 400 total minutes of soccer. So how how do we figure out 
what those core values are and how they affect the different players. When you look at a defense that was locked down and, and an offensive attack that was kind of, let's just say, impotent, is that is that more on the tactics? Because it didn't seem like the, the back four threw away their values. Well, look, uh, the game's about scoring goals if you're going to win. We, we're all used to the women's national team scoring a lot of goals in the group stages. I, I, you know, we can go over everything, whether it's the tactics of Andonovsky. We don't have enough time for this. Whether it's their inability to hold the ball in the first couple of games. I think the bigger root problem and the most important thing at this point and what should happen, because this is called opportunity, and we saw it with the men's national team, right? When they got eliminated from the World Cup, 24 hours after the disappointment of that, I'm sitting here going, wow, what a number, what a wonderful opportunity to clean house, to get a cleansing, to take a fine-tooth comb and go over every aspect of the game in our country, right on down to the grassroots. This is what needs to happen on the women's side. Andonovsky's not going to survive this. Um, he can't because the U.S. has never been knocked out before the semifinals of a World Cup. But in our country, very different to others, we've got these youth soccer turf wars that are going on when it comes to player development. It's been masked. It can't be masked now because of the development of countries like England, Spain, France, Netherlands, who are investing and putting money into this. So this this... This goes down to the roots of the game in this country. And the problem here is that the path to a national team can splinter off and, and take six, seven, and eight directions because the youth game in this country is so nebulous, so confusing, so cluttered, so fractured, and it's all about one thing and one thing only. And that's, in a lot of cases, and I'm not painting everybody with the same brush here, but it's simply about making money. So when you're out in a youth soccer community and you've got a youth soccer team that has, you know, three, four teams at an age level, you're not sharpening the iron by keeping all the best players together a lot of times. It's dissipated. This is a very simplistic thing I'm saying. But what I'm really getting at is that the youth game on up, uh, it's a problem, and it's going to have to be looked at. And I think this is a real time of opportunity for the national team programs uh, because of the elimination. Great reality check. And it leads to opportunity. We're running out of time, so I want to get to the Dynamo Leagues Cup sponsored by Coors Light. We've got what's what's going on tonight. And I'm sorry, guys, that I went so long-winded there. I apologize. No, you're good. Um, Not at all. Dynamo taking on Charlotte. They win. They get to the final eight of the Leagues Cup. It's a competition between... MLS teams, Liga MX teams, uh, tonight they got drawn with Charlotte, who uh, advanced in the tournament as the Dynamo have. And uh, we'll have it right here on ESPN 97.5. Andrew Driver and myself, we're going to call the game tonight. Sweet. If the, if, uh, the Dynamo wins, are you going to have a Coors Light because they're the sponsor? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm coming to your house. Uh, the game will be over about uh, 10.30. Okay. 11, 11.30, I'll be knocking on your door. Uh, have those cores light on ice. I'm not letting you in my house. You're too handsome. <laughs> my wife. All right. No hey, way. I, I do want to ask you, we, because we got you here. Um, what is Lance, the, would you let me in for a cores light? Absolutely. Light? 100%. Maybe a maestro to bell, but still. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you, though. This Semesti scored four goals in, in seven games. No, seven goals in four games. We've seen the crowds there. We've seen the stars come out. This feels a little different than Beckham. It feels different than Thierry Henry. 
This field, Basquets, they've also got him there. Messi's impact on the MLS and maybe the the ownership structure that they gave him and, and the deal that they made, is there a chance that the MLS may look at this and say, look, we have to fundamentally change the way that we're doing this so we bring in more? I, this feels like there's a real chance to springboard off of this messy thing. Oh, I think you're 100% correct, Lance. Um, there's a lot of tertiary things. Uh, I, I think we're... You know, we're learning with, with everything that Messi does. I mean, last night he sets up a kid from Miami who's 18 years old from Argentine descent, right? Um, a young 20-year-old, Alan Velasco, of another Argentine who's who's on uh, FC Dallas. You know, he tra- trades jerseys with him. I mean, there's just so many really cool things going on. Anybody who steps on the field with him, whether it's his teammates or opponents, game is lifted. But I do believe that what you're saying now is, there's a real healthy pressure now potentially on owners in MLS to go out and get even bigger names, right? The, the move has been to get good value South Americans and, and players from around the world, but this, this may open the door to others uh, making some bigger name purchases, I think, to your point. Glenn Davis, Soccer Matters. Tonight, you hear uh, the Dynamo right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Calling the game, getting up with us early and calling the game tonight. That's dedication. That's dedication to the sport. Hey, Glenn, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. John, Lance, Dell, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, next time I won't drink so much coffee. Have uh, a great day. All right, buddy. <laughs> no, you're good. Hey, you got to get in here, drink some coffee. Let's go. 713-780-3776. What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? What did you learn this weekend in one sentence? doesn't have to be about Megan Rapino. It can be about anything. It could be about the Astros. It could be about your wife it could be about your boss it could be about anything a date you were on whatever it is send one three you got one sentence send one three seven eight oh three seven seven six is the number let's uh let's light up the phone lines right now though lance you got your patio what'd you learn about it well i learned this weekend on one the patio. Oh. oh that's gonna be tough for a it's spot a long run on sentence my patio is great because it does many things it allows me to cook uh, on the grill and also have my drinks in the refrigerator. And also I have fans now that are lower so I can actually sit outside and sit on my patio and get the nice fan just rocketing that air onto me even when it's, you know, feels like 101 at, at about midnight, you know, that nice weather we're having. But um, the patio is a great place for – do you know they can do enclosed patios? They can do retractable um, you know, retractable areas of your patio. There's so much that they can do that maybe you never even considered. If you go to the website, texascustompatios.com, you can see before and afters, and you can see what they're capable of doing. And And their work is un, unmatched because of the material they use, the workmanship, um, natural stone and granite, of course, the appliances for your kitchens, but they can also do amazing swimming pools and pool houses. So, if that's something that you are looking at adding a swimming pool because you just have to beat this heat, then Texas Custom Patios should be one of the first phone calls you make. TexasCustomPatios.com. It's TexasCustomPatios.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. You hooked up with it. You decided to marry it. I told you I wasn't into it. You said it didn't matter.
John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. So you finally, watched, uh, you finally watched Quarterback. Well, my take from this weekend, one sentence. Okay, yeah. God bless those guys take a beating. Quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. If you haven't watched Quarterbacks and seen it, holy crap. That's my one sentence. Those guys take a beating. I don't want that in my life. Um, my, one, my one take is I found Josephine's is a great spot for your Saturday drinks and lunch. Mm, Josephine's. Okay. There you have it. Right there. Josephine's. There's Lance's uh, in one sentence. Dell, do you have one sentence? I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. to watch soccer games anymore. <laughs> and hear from me in the process. That too. That too. I'm texting you at 5 in the morning. Unnecessary. Well, Te- texting me about soccer at 5 in the morning. <laughs> I was like, well, why is this my life? This is, this is Sunday morning. Why am I hearing from him? I have to I have to talk to him Monday morning and in on the my off of the night, day. All right, uh, let's go. Tom is first. He's not, he's our leadoff hitter anyway. Tom, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that a woman will date a man for six months that has no car and lives on people's couches. However, if you ask her out on a date, it has to be to some nice expensive restaurant. Huh? I got you. That same woman who was dating a guy who lives on his parents' couch. Okay. You know what that says? Tom ain't got no riz. Well, That's what it means, yeah. Well, there's something that, about that, that guy on the couch is going pretty good. There's something about that guy. Yeah. She will accept all his well, flaws, and Tom's got to be huh. Tom, have all the stuff maybe together. That's on you, Tom. Man, you judging? I know judge that man's game, but he gave me a scenario, Don't and it's judge that, and man's it tells game. me that either she's really hung up on that dude, or. Tom ain't got something that guy got. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jamie is next. What'd you learn this weekend, Jamie? Hey, guys, I learned that Brett Yorkman as the commissioner of the Big 12 is a bigger comeback artist than Frankie Reich as the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills in 93. Man, ain't that the truth. Man, your mark has. He's done a hell of a job. Ain't that the truth. Can you imagine Larry Scott at one point, if he would have made the Texas yeah. Oklahoma deal go through, they'd be sitting Big 12 high would on fall the hog. Apart. Big 12 would have died. They'd have died. been sitting high on the hog. Nope. And now the Pac-12, which we haven't gotten to, we will later, has disintegrated. It's dead. It's, it's dead. dead. It yeah. died. I yeah. mean, it was it was a matter of, once UCLA and USC left, it was a matter of Stanford's been left out of it, too. Stanford has more national championships than any school ever. And that just tells you it's about the revenue generation. That's it. Uh, Charlie. What'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Yeah, I learned that if you mess with Jose Ramirez, you will get your chin checked. Yeah, how about mm-hmm. that? Somebody from Barstool said, what a cheap shot. A cheap shot? They were in the middle of throwing well, uh, uh, Tim, Tim Anderson had already thrown two punches. Yeah, yeah. I think he was trolling everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that had to be. Yeah, that had to be. John, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Yelling at the... Women's United States soccer team should worry more about practice than activism. Who <laughs> <laughs> didn't know that was coming? All it John. took was two World Cup wins and <laughs> second round loss for everyone what to if get you their did something back. If you combined them and called it practivism, then maybe you could mm. do that. Uh, Will, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned from here on out I'm supporting Team IKEA. Let's go. Get the W. Team IKEA. What's Team Ikea? Is that a soccer 
Brand? Is that a name on the soccer jersey? No, it's it. Swedish. Oh, they're Swe- oh, oh Sweden. Is that well? Is IKEA Swedish? I didn't know. That. Yes. Oh. But so, is that a, is that a is that a comment about the ladies being good looking? No, I think it's a comment about the. Well, that's anti- what I was. Yeah, that's what anti- I was. Gonna I thought it's just. I hey. mean, they're very rootable. Except, I will say this. I will say this. Their goalie, she's Croatian or Serbian or some. She don't belong on that team. If it wasn't for her, the U.S. would have won that game. She's got black hair. Her name is Morovic. What was it, Del? What was the goalie? Well, yeah, Morovich? but a lot of countries have that now. Dual citizenship. Yeah, I don't care. She does not belong on the suite. She's not blonde. Her name start, ends in I, V-I-C. Mm-hmm. She's a That's not Marovic or whatever. Morovic, uh-huh. whatever. What was her name? Da- so, the uh, dad Mus- has to be, so the dad has to be Swedish for you to possibly play there? What? Did she look Swedish to you? Well, I'm saying the last name I is think, the dad's I think last we got to look at birth certificates here, like Little League, and see whether or not. Why is she there on that team? There is dual citizenship. She, she was the difference. By the way, the U.S. By the way, she was the team. best player on the field. We've had German players. We have, I mean, we, yeah, we. The, I'm the sorry. citizenship thing changes things. No, 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 no. It, this is, that's not fair. We can't, well, not fair we can't have a Croatian goalie. Destroying all America's hopes and dreams. Well, to be fair, in the penalty shootout, she got she didn't get to any balls uh, or near them, and they just. Uh, missed to be them. fair, the whole game she That's shut fine, them down. But they had a chance to score two and put them away, and she got none. She well, didn't get to she, any she of them. She scared them, and that's why they kicked them wide. Ah. Megan Rapinoe would never do that. Oh, so now you're defending Megan Rapinoe? <laughs> what the hell is going on here, uh, Stephen? What'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? I learned that the Godfather is right again, and the thin crust pizza reigns supreme in Chicago. Thank you, brother. Thank you, my brother. What does that mean? Thin Did crust guy... pizza. There's no such thing as a deep dish. I'll show you pictures Everybody of it. Everybody from Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. No, no, Chicago. Chicago don't eat deep dish pizza. Everybody, for you, it's, it's for you tourists. I can't, you I can't co-sign because I talk to people from Chicago other than you, and they always talk about the deep dish. No, those those people are not real Chicagoans. Okay. Is there a difference okay. in north and south side? Yeah, probably. No, I mean, yeah, but from a pizza oh, I don't standpoint? Know. No, no. Chicago is a thin crust, square cut. He's been pizza, sticking this period. with this Where forever. Where were you from? Where were you from? Southside. Okay. What do you think of Northside people in general when you were there? Maybe we- now. Weirdos. Really? Weirdos. Weirdos. Yeah. So is that where the deep dish comes from? How so? From? They're just weird. They're just a different people. No one likes them except for them. Well, well, I don't even know that they like them. They know how weird they are. No, that's where all the weird people are. We don't go up there. That's where John would live now. No. Trust oh, he me, definitely would live where the weird people would live. No. Would live you would on the 100% south side. live on the north side. You would not live on the south side. I would live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would not live in the, on the north side, that's for sure. Greg, what'd you learn this weekend in one sentence? Matt, I learned that Neville Little League runs things down here. The, what Little League? Needville. Needville. Needville, you Needville know, is boss. Needville is boss, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, they do. They run. Sh- they run stuff. Whoa, whoa! I didn't say that. Whoa! I, I, said, I literally thought I heard it. He I almost said, said it. I said he stop. caught him. He, he didn't caught put himself. the T on it. I didn't. No, he didn't put the T. He tea said on everything it. but the T. That's true. Chris, what'd you learn this week in one sentence? I learned that Myers and Maldonado will not stop occasionally succeeding. When the Myers and Maldonado combination gets going, when that exact is going, they're hard to beat. Who do you Although want up right now? Myers didn't... or Bregman? Myers or Pena? Myers or Abreu? Bregman is four of his last 35. 
Abreu is awful. Yeah. Uh, Pena's been Awful. Uh-huh. I mean, it Except is. Except that one game where he got on base four times. Yeah. Other than that, that's it. La raza que pasó, mijo. Yanni Granati, Lance Schnitzel, Delancito. Delancito. Para tres, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. So, what I learned over the weekend, according to Drunk Jeff, Justin Verlander is an effing traitor. And white people also say, excuse me, sir, do you have papers? <laughs> what? what? Do you have papers? Say. Yeah, well, white people say. Oh, Things white, white people, people say. Oh, that's what white people say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know the individual I don't story know there. about Jeff and the... Uh, I don't know who... Drunk Jeff. Drunk Jeff. Oh, oh yes, he, you do. Yeah, you know I know junk dra- junk, I know, but he Jeff. said Verlander's a traitor? Yes. Why? Because he left. Well, he wasn't he happy about back. Verlander coming back. He wasn't happy, though. He came back. He wasn't happy about Verlander well, he's coming stu- back. Well, that's stupid. Verlander's not a traitor. He wanted. He went for that bag. He's the one that we'll invented Johnny. that John- against that man. He invented Johnny Granati. And oh, by the way, I know he did. He, he went for the bag, and he still got the bag, and he's still here. I don't know. We win. I saw him on, I saw him on Saturday. little entitled. Little entitled. Uh, a little entitled. Oh, I just fi- figured. I just figured we just throw that out to be on people now. Okay. He's entitled. <laughs> what, did, was he an activist? I didn't know. No, that. but I can look. I look at him entitled. He's, he can he's, tell. I can tell. Dell can tell who. I he's gotta believe before. he's a Republican. He walked. He walked, Del's enough, gotta, he walked enough guys to let me know he's entitled. Uh, he's worried about money instead of pitching. Yeah, he went to New York for the bag. Came back worried about other things. Can't even throw strike now. Yeah. How about you get a guy out? How about you stop bleeding? How about that? Entitled. <laughs> yeah. Reese, what'd you learn this weekend? I learned, uh, well, couldn't a YouTube, a YouTuber, you can't go to a WNBA game on the front row and catch up on your sleep. Oh, man. That's ugly. Did you see where people, somebody tweeted out, would you rather have $10 or a front row seat to a WNBA game? Front row seat WNBA? Mm, a lot of people picked the 10 I know, but that's it. Their product that's, is good. I'm trying to tell people this is. I don't watch it. So how you know the product? Is good. How do you know? Well, I've seen it. I'm not going to insult the product, but it. I can't I say it's good. I'm like, guys, it. let's let's settle in and turn the channel here, and let's you know that's not really my jam. But the the play is way way better. Did you guys see what happened to the Aces yesterday? They got the ass kicked. Yeah, the two best teams. The one team won by 37. I know because I saw. I don't. I saw it. You saw the game. Yeah. The I, game didn't see, se- I didn't see the game, but I heard. You I heard see, and you saw heard. the score. Okay. I saw some highlights of it. I heard we're behind, so we got to go. That's what I heard. Right now, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Chastain Ford. I'm talking about. Have you seen this? This is unbelievable. The mobile service that you can get. Listen, fleet owners, when your fleet vehicles need maintenance or repairs, every minute counts. That's why Chastain Ford's. Fleet Mobile Service here to help you keep your business running smoothly. They will go to you. They will fix your cars on your lot as opposed to you having to bring. Well, my car won't start. How am I going to bring it to you? Do I have to tow it over there? No. Chastain Ford will come to you to fix your vehicles. The expert technicians provide the latest diagnostic and repair equipment to get your vehicles back on the road quickly and efficiently. At Chastain Ford, they understand downtime is lost revenue. Trust Chastain to minimize your downtime. Keep your fleet vehicles running smoothly. ChastainFord.com. Go go, or give them a call. Chastain Ford is going to come to your business and fix your vehicles. If you've got a fleet, you need help, 
You need service, you've got it. They will come to you at Chastain Ford. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown. Doing it all, Chastain Ford. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's selflist.com.